0: To Dharma Glimpses: An Introduction to the Profound Treasury Teachings of Chogyam Trungpa Rinpoche, taught by Judy Leaf. In this episode, Judy discusses speech. Welcome. Today, I'd like to look into the topic of speech, and particular working with speech as a part of our post meditation practice or practice in daily life. Speech is powerful. A large part of our reality involves talking, working with our speech. Our speech can also get us into a lot of trouble. We can use our speech as a way of escaping from reality. Can, mindless speech is just feeling space. Feeling space, what's that about? How do you use your speech? When do you just talk just to talk? And when does talk has real power and meaning? And how can we work with speech in a playful way, in a creative way, but not in a trap of discursiveness where we speak for no reason? We fill space with empty words. And we kind of cover over a certain kind of fundamental sense of emptiness or loneliness by trying to blanket it with yammering on and on, talking, 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 and talking. Simply noticing, simply paying attention to speech is a really good starting point. When you talk, why? What do you have to say? What are you not saying? When are you talking just to talk? And how much respect do you actually have for your words, for the words themselves, for language? Mache said that paying attention to speech is a way of paying attention to reality. But often we use speech just in the opposite way, as a way to avoid dealing with what is actually going on, and just cover it over with as many words as we can, so we can just get through it and not experience it. I think uh, speech is kind of our go-to bot. It's uh, how we try to connect with one another, and it's very powerful in that way. But often it doesn't connect us at all. It's interesting to notice other ways of connecting that speech can cover up. We think we always have to have an agenda. So we have to have some kind of agenda, something to say to actually make a link with another person or another situation. There's a group mealtime practice that I like that involves talking and then not talking. It goes like this. People sit down for a meal together, and it begins as usual with any kind of meal, and they're talking and enjoying the food. And then a bell rings, and everyone stops talking but continues eating and being together enjoying the meal. And then a little bell rings and people start talking again. So you begin to see a contrast back and forth between the ways of connecting through speech and ways connecting that don't involve speech. It's a fun exercise to do. And the point isn't to be sort of overly self-conscious or solemn about something as simple as a meal, but begin to notice there's connection equally strong, if not stronger, when we're not talking as when we are talking. I talk a lot, and talking is a good thing, but we should be not just only curious, but somewhat critical about the habits of speech that disconnect, and curious about how to use speech that does connect us, but not fall into many, many common traps of how we use words to avoid paying attention, to avoid being true and genuine, as, as deception. In traditional talking about ways we get in trouble, ways we create harmful karma, Speech is one of those ways, and this works in many ways. Traditionally, this uh, talked about four main ways, and I'll touch on them, but I'm sure there's many other ways as well. But this has been noticed for a time immemorial, how speech can be beneficial and how it can be harmful. So that's the basic thing. Observing your speech, is, there, is it beneficial? Is it adding to something or not? Is it true or not? I mean, the Dharma is transmitted through spoken words, so speech is very much honored, but it's also recognized that we fall prey to these types of patterns. So I'll just touch briefly on some of them, just to have ways of helping you look at your speech and notice your speech patterns, your particular habits, good and bad. Obviously, a most harmful way of using our speech is by lying, And that quality of lying and the kind of blasé or matter-of-fact acceptance of lying as a regular occurrence is shockingly commonplace in society as a whole nowadays. Four traditional categories of harmful speech are lying, intrigue, destructive, critical, harmful, harsh speech, and gossip. How much of our speech is lies? How often do we engage in intrigue or cabals or gathering like-minded people together to create some kind of personal benefit and harm to those on the other side, so to speak? How often do we use our speech, really intentionally harm someone through our speech? And we can do a lot of harm, even apart from the riddle that says, sticks and stones can break your bones, but words can never harm me. That's not true. Words do a lot of harm. And then there's just frivolous speech, just gossip, just bithering on and on about more or less inconsequential matters. I've read that one of the most common fears people have is is the fear of public speaking. And I think speech is powerful. It's another way, it's a good thing to work with in life. It's powerful for its benefits and powerful for its potential for harm. And I think speech is revealing. I think It's hard for people to raise the courage to talk often because revealing something about ourselves. So speech has the danger of that we might say something too true that we don't really want to, to show to anyone. The speech has that power of revealing our inner world, and that can be scary. So how do we work with speech? First, noticing how it operates when our patterns are and becoming acquainted with silence part of group retreat practice often includes periods of silence, just so we can understand, have a sense of a speechless world. And in the tradition I've trained in, there's also a practice called functional talking, which introduces an element of discernment. When is our speech functional? And if we're trying to just talk in a functional way, when are we just talking, just talking, without any point or purpose? Fundamentally, the bottom line is that speech is a great thing to work with as a meditation practice. And it's a way, a stepping stone to the possibility of being more wakeful moment by moment, every moment, in ordinary conversation, in moments of silence, and in moments where we actually see with clarity speech leading us into harm or away from our connection with reality, our own awareness so this is an appreciation of speech, and I guess you call it a warning, perhaps, or a pointer to the way speech can also be harmful. Thank you for joining me for this glimpse of Dharma. This podcast is made possible through the support of the Hamera Foundation. To learn more about Judy Leaf's teachings, publications, and retreats, or to contribute to the support of this podcast, please visit judyleaf.com.